In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. There's something intriguing, suspenseful, enjoyable about a good mystery story. Maybe you like tracking down the crook with Scooby-Doo and Shaggy and the gang. Or maybe just reading something like from Dorothy Sayers or Agatha Christie, Father Brown or Sherlock Holmes or watching it on TV with Law and Order or CSI, maybe playing a family game of Clue. Whatever it is, we love a good mystery sometimes. We want to know who done it. Was it Colonel Mustard in the library with a candlestick? Or Miss Scarlet in the kitchen with a lead pipe? According to Paul in Ephesians, there is an epiphany mystery that is afoot today. He uses that Greek word mysterium, four times, in fact, in case you weren't keeping track. The prophet Isaiah joins in, too. He gives us a few clues. Arise, shine. Your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to your light, and the kings the brightness of your rising. St. Matthew, the evangelist, also plays the good part of a mystery writer, casting the wise men as the inquisitive detectives. In the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star arise in the east and have come to worship him. And no good mystery would be a good mystery without a villain. There's one in this Christmas caper as well, King Herod who will stop at nothing to keep his self-appointed title of King of the Jews. So he sends the Magi to try to do his dirty work for him. And later on, tragically, orders the murder of all male boys under two years old in Bethlehem. And the Holy Family, meanwhile, escapes to Jerusalem, escapes from there to Egypt. In the scripture's way of speaking, you see, a mystery isn't so much a problem to be solved or worked on, but a hidden word of God, a word or a promise that is then revealed and made known by God. So when St. Paul talks about a mystery, he's speaking of a revelation that is to be made known, not information that is to be unpacked. It's the appearance of a person of Jesus himself. Not so much a case to be closed, but a gift to be unwrapped and opened and received and given and rejoiced in. This good news, Paul says, is what was hidden from the, in the prophets before and is now revealed in Jesus. The mystery is that the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body and partakers of this same promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel, through this good news. See, according to Paul, in our Lord's epiphany, Jesus is the Savior who is revealed for all people, but also for you, for us. Today, this epiphany and always. In fact, that's what that little word epiphany means. To reveal, or to make known, or to appear, or manifest the star then revealed the birth of the king to the wise men. In the scriptures, in the prophet Micah, it was revealed to Herod and the people in the court around Jerusalem and the wise men that the Messiah, the Christ, was to be born 
Not in Jerusalem as we might expect, but in Bethlehem. The Magi's gifts and their worship also, they reveal their faith in Jesus and who this Jesus born for us is. Gold confesses him to be king. Frankincense confesses him to be God in human flesh. Myrrh confesses his death and sacrifice. God's dream that he sent also to the wise men also revealed Herod's wickedness. And as we heard in the, in the gospel reading, they left home for their country a different way. And we need that word of the Lord, just like the wise men did, because without it we're blind. Isaiah reveals for us that the darkness of our sin covers not only the whole earth, but also our hearts and minds too. That thick darkness of death and doubt, of despair and sin, that shrouds our own hearts too. Like the wise men, apart from God's word, not only are we blind, but we are blind to the true depth of our sin. Blind to the fact that within us also is a treacherous, wicked King Herod in our own sinful hearts as well. And so the way to find and rejoice with the wise men in Christ is to close our eyes to all that glitters and is fancy in the world around us and to find in this true and humble child our true treasure. To put away our selfish desires and instead look to the concern, to the care of others, counting them more important than ourselves. In other words, to rejoice with the wise men is to rejoice in the revelation of this epiphany mystery in this holy child who comes and finds and rescues you. For in our Lord's epiphany, Jesus the Savior is revealed for all people. But Jesus the Savior is also revealed to you and for you. And of course, like any good mystery, the ending comes in an unexpected way. So too with our salvation, coming in the most unexpected ways from this unexpected Savior. God becomes a man to be born, not only as King of the Jews, but as we heard in the readings today, King of Gentiles, of all people. And Jesus himself too, though he is King, he's born to lowly, unknown, humble people placed in a humble feeding trough. The Almighty God and Lord is born of a virgin, laid in a manger for you. Jesus' birth reveals, that there's that epiphany word again, exactly who he is and what kind of savior he is. Jesus is born for the outsider and the foreigner, like the wise men, like us, the outcast, the lowly, the sinners. Jesus is born for you and for me. And to demonstrate this mercy, this good news, this epiphany joy, Jesus takes on all of our misery. We who were dead in our trespasses and sin are now made alive in Christ Jesus. We who were lost in death and darkness have now been found by the divine detective himself and live in his light and his life. Jesus himself who is called the light of the world in John's Gospel. This mystery, St. Paul says, is that the Gentiles, we, God's people, are fellow heirs and members of the same body, partakers of that very same promise 
that comes in Christ Jesus through the gospel, from Genesis to Revelation and every book and passage in between. You see, in our Lord's Epiphany, Jesus is the Savior revealed for all people, the Savior revealed to you and for you this day and all days. And so a blessed Epiphany to each of you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.